0: I love this time of year. Everybody loves this time of year. You know, when people talk about it, you've ever thought about this, they, they call it, they say this, they say it's the most wonderful time of the year. It is such a big deal. I'm, I'm telling you, Just you say, of course Christmas is a big deal. What's wrong with this guy? I'm like, yeah, it's a big deal. Why do you think this room's packed out right now? It is such a big deal. Have you ever stopped to wonder why the world thinks it's a big deal? Think about it. It is the only holiday that people get into debates and arguments because it is Halloween and they have Christmas decorations in the stores and start selling Christmas trees. And everybody said, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. And they're still having the sales and promotion for Christmas trees. And and you're thinking, why is it that people get so excited about a God they don't even believe in? You guys ever thought about that? And now they try to relabel it and say, happy holiday. I'll go up to them and just say, oh, that's great. What is the holiday? Because, you know, we don't, we don't do that with any other holiday. Memorial Day, Labor Day, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, whatever. They don't go, happy holiday. No, they'll, they'll say, hey, enjoy your Memorial Day. But when it comes to Christmas, it, it cringes with some people to have to say the words, Christ. But whether they want to accept it or not, tomorrow is Christmas, it is all about Jesus, and the world is going to shut down and celebrate Jesus. And I, I thought that one of the most popular Christmas songs ever written is, It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. And the ending of it, it, it goes like this. It says uh, in those words, um, it's the most wonderful time of the year with kids jingo-belling and everyone telling, Be of Good Tear, it's the most wonderful time of the year. I want to go up to people. I'm not talking about Christians. We're all here. We know why it's here. We know why we're celebrating. We, we know why it's a big deal. But have you ever gone up to somebody that is lost or said, I don't believe in God or I'm an atheist, and they say it's the most wonderful time of the year? Tell me why. Why? I, I mean, what, what, what's the big deal? It's like, well, you know, the presents and the decorations and the parties is all celebrating what? Don't tell me what you do to celebrate. The question is, why are you celebrating? What is the reason for it? When we have Memorial Day and Labor Day and those kinds of things, we're celebrating those who have given their lives. So there's a reason for it. There's, there's, there, there's a, a, something to celebrate. There's a reason behind it. So they Think about it. It's the only holiday that has a season and not a day. It, it's, it's not even a Christmas day. It's tis the season to be jolly. It is an entire season from from Black Friday on, it is go time, from cookie bacon and, and shopping and decorating and yard competitions and outdoing the neighbors and all those kind of things. It, it, is, it is a holiday that's literally celebrated around the world in over 160 countries. Why? What's the big deal? 700 years ago, before Jesus was even born, it was prophesied that this would be a big deal. Now listen to this. I'm going to give you some names of God. And and I know there's a lot of names of God. And we opened up with a video of that. We sang about them. You know, come let us adore the king and all these things. But can I give you a name of God that is a description of the holiday season that is true today that people won't accept? Listen to this. For unto you, this is prophecy. Okay, this is Isaiah. For unto us a child is born and unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders and his name shall be called what? Wonderful. Wonderful. It's the first word in the list. It's got kind of like, they're, they're amping up for it. It's like, how do you know the Messiah is going to come first? So a virgin's going to give birth. You know, anybody can make a claim to that and she shall bring forth the son. And God was saying, He says, let me just put it like this. I'm going to explain it to you. Okay? People can deny it. They're not going to understand. But when my son comes, unto you a child is born, when that child comes, the world will recognize that his name shall be called wonderful. Prophetic. Now you say, okay, all right, uh, I I get that a little bit. How do you know he has come? How do you know? Literally, this word wonderful literally means it's something epic or life-changing or something that's gonna make you stand back to be in awe or wonder or amazement. The word wonder literally means, the root word means to stand in awe. The word wonderful means a miracle or marvelous or something great or something or time filled with wonder is gonna happen. We stand in awe of who God is. Now, let me just give you a couple of other names of this that kind of just resonate with this. He said, Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God. The word Mighty God, literally in that passage, literally doesn't mean that He's just all powerful. It literally means He won't ever be defeated. It means when Christ comes in the world, and we know Mighty God is the Heavenly Father. We know that God sent His Son into the world. But, but one of the characteristics of Jeezy, Jesus, 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 <laughs> I'm not creating another name for God, okay? So, like, <laughs> we don't know who Jesus is. It sounds like. Jesus was a rapper or something. I'm not, (laughs) I'm getting way off. (laughs) But he came to fight for us. Literally means that he would be this warrior that is the mission of Jesus or, or the character of Jesus was carried out through society. It would never be brought down. He would be the mighty God. Now think about this. Think about how often the world around us tries to tear down what Christmas is all about. You know, they'll just put Xmas, whatever, or or they'll say happy holidays, or it's a holiday tree, or whatever. But at the end of the day, I ask them, what happens on December 25th? What is the holiday? They can't say without saying the word Christ, because it is Christmas. He'll be the mighty God. He proved that through culture. He proved that through his life as he walked on water, raised the dead, spoke to the demons, rebuked the demons, cast out demons. They they had to submit to the mighty God. He was able to do all these miracles and works. He died for our sin and carried out the mission that God sent them to do because he was the mighty God. But then he says, not only would he be known as the mighty God, but the everlasting father, the everlasting father, which literally means that he would carry out the mission of being relational. He would be the everlasting father. He, you, you think about what, how we celebrate this time, about how it's family and connection and how we are packing this room out right now and how you're going to go be with family. He said, I'll be, the, I'll be the core of that. He would be filled with compassion. He would love beyond limits. He would meet our needs. He would carry us through trials. He would be that everlasting father. His love would never come to an end. It would never fade out. The impact of his love would never fade away. And then the Prince of Peace the impact, the presence of Jesus coming would bring peace in a way that nothing else can. Now, I I can tell you this in the physical aspect of who Jesus is. He's the one that brings the calm. I I think of the visual of when Jesus rebuked the storm and he said, peace be still. He had the ability for his power of his voice to bring calm to that which is chaotic. And you think about how God does that in our hearts when it comes to our salvation. You're you're dead in your trespasses and sin. There's nothing you can do. But he, he gave us life through what he did on the cross. He brings peace to the chaos. But have you ever thought about how that is kind of the vibe of what even happens at Christmas? Think about tomorrow. Our nation stops. We gather. We sing. We laugh. We hug. Malls are closed. UPS will not be running. Amazon will not be at your door tomorrow. And I know that's a, that's a rough day for some of you thinking that you can't get two day shipping on something. <laughs> Most people will not be working. There won't be school. There won't be appointments. There won't be mail. Calm. Something, something we're celebrating, something worth, that literally jolted our world and changed our world. You say, why is this? Because prophecy was being fulfilled he said, I, I'm going to do something in, in 2,000 years ago, and I, w- I want you to get this. He said, literally, when my son comes, the, 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 the atmosphere around it will be wonderful. The, the very presence of the, the, the way that Christmas, uh, Christmas is celebrating today is declaring that this truly happened. I take you to the event when it actually happened in Luke chapter 2, verse 13. And it says suddenly, and you know that the shepherds were out there and they got afraid and saying unto you is born this day. But it says later, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, listen, glory to God in the highest. You know what that is? The mighty God, the everlasting father. He's saying the one that was separated from us, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Literally what happened is that majesty or the greatness of everything that he predicted now was stepping into the world, and because of that, the world would no longer be the same. It would forever be changed. This is how I look at it. The angels proclaimed in such a powerful way, it says, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. We can't even imagine what that looked like. All I know, it was epic, okay? This epic proclamation that Jesus has come and the world would ever be changed. But that glory of that announcement is literally echoing through our world today. Of every celebration of all the things that we do on this world, the peace on earth, the goodwill to men is being echoed every time we celebrate Christmas. The truth is that none of us were there to hear or experience this event. But I asked you the question, did it really happen? Lots of religions testify and worship the true God or what they think is the true God. But I just want you to step back for a minute and think of the impact that Christmas has had on our world. I I want you to think about this for a minute because I think we've gotten so used to these things so much that we've lost sight of it. The holiday is all about Christ. The word Mass literally means celebration, service, honoring, respecting. It's a service, it's a service about Christ. You can't, the word Christ literally means Messiah. From the Old Testament, every time that they said He would come, He would come, He would come, when we use the word Christ in the New Testament, it literally means the Messiah, or you could say it like this, that Christ has kept, or God has kept his promise because we have Christmas, or because of Christ has come. It literally means he does what he says he would do. Today, we experience the most wonderful time of the world, wonderful time of the year, but what makes it wonderful I believe that is clearly evident in our world is celebrating something wonderful. Now, let me, sh- let me point this out. And I'm going to just ramble on this for a minute and just buckle up, okay? Because this really came into my heart and mind as I'm going through this. And I'm like, that's weird. That's odd. Whoa, whoa. I mean, for everything around us. Notice how our nation totally changes this time of year. We've done these things for so long that I think that we've gotten used to it. But why is this so wonderful for this one day of celebrating this holiday, every store starts promoting this holiday month in advance. Stores start uh, uh, setting out decorations in October. We have these things that we have, advent calendars, where we count down the days, literally starting a month in advance. We start counting down the days. We have a shopping day called Black Friday, a month before, just to shop for what we're going to use on that day to celebrate. There's cyber money that does the same thing. We decorate our houses. Do you know how weird it is that we decorate our houses? I'm not just saying, guys, I'm not just saying that we go out of our way to put up a light or put out a sign or an inflatable. I'm saying you drive through neighborhoods and they decorate every ounce of every crevice of their house inside and out. Is that not weird? You say, why is that? Where we go into neighborhoods and we pull, uh, drive, uh, drive through these neighborhoods and we roll down our windows and we just stand in awe of wondering how cool is that? Why? I ask you, why? Why do we decorate our yards? Why do we put, decorate our trees? We literally light up our houses inside and out. You know how weird it is that we cut down a tree? We cut down a tree and drag it in our house. And then put the tree back up. And then we water the tree until it dies. And then we stick stuff underneath it and hang stuff on it. It's just weird, people. It's weird. Why do we do that? People driving to their house, I'm celebrating something important. What are you celebrating? Well, it's Christmas. So, I have a tree on top of my house that's seven foot five inches tall that I'm going to water every single day. Or you have uh, storage bins or things in your attic filled with giant crates of Christmas decorations. Cities that have entire celebrations just to light up a Christmas tree announcing the beginning, not of the day, but of the season. People send out cards. We collect the cards, we hang them in our house, we make cookies, we make treats, we make snacks, we pass them out to our friends. Kids have plays at school, Christmas concerts. We have concerts at church, school, and on TV that just celebrate Christmas. We have Christmas ballets. We have dramas that we watch every year like a Christmas carol. We go house to house and sing at people's doors. Have you ever thought how weird that is? It's like it's such a big deal. Do we do that at Memorial Day? Do we do that any other time where I'm just going to stand at a random door and sing until they open the door awkwardly? Like, go away. You know, it's like... And we do this as a tradition leading up to this day. Stores play music. Talk about Jesus. Radio stations literally switch to all Christmas. No other holiday does it. All Christmas. We have TV shows. We have movies. We have Christmas cartoons. We have movie marathons all about Christmas. Some of the most popular movies of all time are Christmas movies. A Wonderful Life is one of the most popular movies in all of history, according to the American Film Institute. Schools close, jobs close, government closes. We travel to other states to be with families. We go shopping, we budget for this day, we get bonus checks for this day. Stores sell as much in that weekend or that month or that season that keeps them afloat for the rest of the year, according to the economy. We dress up. We have colors that signify and represent the season. We have Christmas clothes, Christmas sweaters, Christmas hats. We party more during this time than we party at any other time of the year. We have church parties and school parties and family parties. We have holiday foods, holiday candies, candy canes, peppermint drinks, and eggnog. We decorate with the nativity in our homes, our yards, our churches, and our Christmas cards. We celebrate the day before it's one of the only holidays besides like New Year's Eve that we literally make the day before. Look, at, we're here celebrating. it. It's one of the most packed days that we have in this room right now because we're here celebrating something important. We celebrate by exchanging gifts. We have special meals. We wear matching pajamas the night before. We have these weird traditions that we do. We, sell, we exchange gifts. We, 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 we hang socks on, in our house. We take the sock, fill it full of gifts, and then give it to our kids. It doesn't work at birthdays. I don't know. It just... You say, why is that? It's a Christmas tradition. It's a big deal. Think about it. We exchange gifts that we've handmade, special ordered, saved up for, sacrificed for. All because of Christmas. Christmas. Christ, the center of it all. As the world hates to admit it, this day is all about Jesus. Jesus prophesied all those years ago that I'm going to do something wonderful and it's going to be so wonderful. He's going to come and you're going to declare it as wonderful and I don't care how the atheists I don't care how, how false gods or other religions say I don't believe in it they still celebrate it because it is the most wonderful time of the year. Not because of Saint Nick but because of Jesus Christ. Now the atheist will say We're not celebrating Jesus. What are you celebrating then? Have you done this with anybody? And they'll just say, I'm just celebrating the holiday. I just have a follow-up question. What is that holiday? What is it? Because as much as you want to deny it, it is what it is. As the world turns from God, God said, I'll be the mighty God. And they'll never be able to turn away or, or reject something as wonderful as Jesus Christ. And the wonder of Christmas continues to grow. This day is wonderful because God said it would be. And I asked you, does Muhammad have a day like this? Does Allah have a day like this? Does Buddha have a day like this? Absolutely not. Only my Jesus has not only a day, but a season celebrating who he is. For unto you is born this day a savior. It's what it is. And all around us, we literally are like, wow, the Christmas lights, wow, the Christmas tree, wow, those gifts, wow, the wrapping paper and the presentation and and the punch bowl and all these other things all around us. And it all is celebration of the fact that we have Jesus. That is what makes Christmas so wonderful. I love the part where he dies on the cross and he gives us salvation. And he says, the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God. Have you ever thought about how God describes salvation in so many things, pass from death or into life and all those things? But at Christmas time, he literally says, the gift that I gave you, that is the most precious, powerful gift you can have, is salvation. The manger is special, the cross is amazing. But the story behind that is the fact that Jesus came and he died for you. As much as he reached into the life of the shepherds, that Jesus sought them out to seek and to save that which was lost and invite them into the presence. is the same way that whether you're watching online or you're here in person, Jesus came to save us. You know what that brings? That brings the Prince of Peace into your life. Of not wondering where I'm going to go if I die. Not wondering if I can make it into heaven. Not wondering if I've done enough good deeds. It's everything that he did for you. Do you have that? Because in a world that doesn't have peace, you can't have peace without having the Prince of Peace because he's the author of peace. He delivers it into your heart. In a world that is so messed up and running from God, Christmas reminds us that God is still running after us.